and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. And by virtue of my mother's amazing ability to give me an awesome name, I'm Mike. Mike, that was a very, very interesting intro. Well, I, you know. I was taken I was taken somewhere with that. <laughs> it was like you cradled me softly and took me in your arms and, and placed me elsewhere. <gasps> yeah, I well, I mean it, it's I, I always try to to not just be uh the boring you know, and I'm Mike. Right. So yeah. you have to always sort of put your flair, your own personal flair. I do, and nine times out of ten, it's probably going to be some form of pause. But then, every you know, once out of every ten, I like to throw something in a little disruptive. Do you know what I think you're doing? I think this is your form of rolfing. Do you know what rolfing is? Isn't that rolling on the floor laughing? No, 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 no. This is a... (laughs) (laughs) I think that's how you pronounce that, right? Rolf? I always call it raffle. Raffle, eh, close yeah, enough. Raffle, raffle. Um, <laughs> no, uh, rolfing, R-O-L-F-I-N-G. Rolfing is a term that I only ever heard come from the guys at Blame Society, the guys that do, like, um, um, Game Society pims and beer and mm-hmm. board games and Chad Vader and all that stuff. Uh, they call it rolfing, and it's, it's a thing where you basically sort of randomly dump out words without really thinking about it like um just start give me a letter uh q query bean hole like that you just let some words <laughs> fall out of your mouth <laughs> all right you know all you right. give it no thought at all and 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 uh and then you can have a really funny conversation with that so uh i'll start let's... we'll go let's give it a shot right Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll start. Hi, Mike. Today I licked toadstools. Oh, well, that's that's fascinating. Um, I may have possibly sat on a height chair full of tacks, and uh, now my butt hurts. Okay, you need to, like, kind of draw it out a little bit when sorry, you do it. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Height chair full of tacks. And now my butt hurts. <laughs> that's, that's better. Yes, yes. That's that's what we're looking for. That chair full of tacks sounds painful. I told my doctor I would show him my organs. Last time I went to the doctor, he stuck his finger in my butt, and I kind of liked it. Okay, you're 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 trying too hard to make it make sense. It doesn't have to make sense. Damn it! You're getting there. You're getting there, but it's more about just word vomit. Okay. It's just you know, just the first word that 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 falls out of your mouth, not the first thing you think of before you think. Like hmm. leprechaun madness. Just let it fall out of you. <laughs> <laughs> let it fall out of you like a big old pile of poop. Sure. All right. Or a bag of day old grapes. Okay. All right. Now, yep. Now apply the voice trick to it. 
A bag of day old grapes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think I fucking know. I'll have to work on this. We're gonna work on this. Yeah, well, maybe not anymore tonight, but I think this was a good start. We're gonna get you. We're gonna get you there, man. I'll send you some good videos, and you can kind of catch the. the I the feel purpose. like it's such a it's such a uh, an easy concept to get, but putting it into practice is tricky. Is extremely difficult for me, and I don't, I don't know why. I think you should need to set up your mortgage reflectors. <laughs> like, the idea is to surprise yourself a little bit, you know? Like, what the fuck is a mortgage reflector? Because <laughs> I can do nonsense words and, uh, and phrases and stuff like that just... Let them fall out of my mouth. It's the uh, enunciating that's a problem for well, me. Well, the enunciating is part of it, but also, yeah, you're you're don't let your there be a narrative. It's just madness. It really, <sighs> it's supposed to fall apart. Like the time that I had a chilly holster and it made me throw up antifreeze. That was good. All right. That was better. Yeah. All right, I'm at to work on this off of the recording. Right, yeah. Whew. Well, I do actually have a story for this week. It's an old oh. story, and it's not a story about me per se, but rather one that was passed on to me. But it's too good oh, not... A legend. A legend of sorts, yes. A myth, perhaps. But too good not to share, in my opinion. So it was about a guy I knew in high school. And mm -hmm. I still know this person today. And I don't think this was him, but rather his brother. And his brother was out and about, and uh, they were driving with a few friends. He was, uh, they were somewhere in Harrisburg. Mm -hmm. So put it on about, what, like 10 miles, 15 miles from home? You know? All right. So uh, it's about midnight. And their vehicle starts to overheat. And they're near the river. <laughs> and it's... I don't know why I snickered at that. Well, you may see, be seeing what's coming. <laughs> so the car pull... They pull the car over. And this is... I mean, it's like well past midnight. And there's no one on the road. And so they open up the hood like they know what they're doing. And they, they're just like, oh, what do we do? And then the one guy grabs a bucket... And gets cold ass water from the river. I knew that the river was somehow getting into the car. I knew it. Dumps it on the engine block and cracks the fucking block. <laughs> <laughs> so now, so now this is a four thousand pound paperweight. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's that's an incredible story because that water would have had to have been awful cold. Oh, the story is not over. Yeah, this was like in winter or something. The story is not over. <laughs> winter or something. I, I don't know. I don't remember all the... I mean, you have to realize this is like 30 years ago. So, you know, and I wasn't there to experience it myself. But um, it's still something that has stuck with me just because of the absurdity of it. So the next thing they do is somehow steal a boat and try to navigate their way down the Swatera. <laughs> <laughs> a creek a creek notoriously shallow 
<laughs> and mind you, the water was cold enough, so there was probably some ice in it too. But right. I just wow. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> This was, I don't so, recall who told me this. I don't remember if it was his brother, you know, the guy I knew, or if it was uh, a mutual friend. I can't remember who told me the story, but um, that is it, that as is, I recall. And That is quite a humdinger. It, you know what it taught me? It taught me to be smart with my engine and know that, you know, to be remembered. When you were think of a story like that. You're not going to burn your skin off your hand when you stupidly open up the radiator or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I actually saw a really <laughs> gnarly video a couple months ago of a kid who pulled the top off of his radiator when the engine had just been stopped. And I'm pretty sure that he burned the shit out of his hand and his arm. Because uh, that, shit, that shit blew up. It was fucking ridiculous. I can tell you that I have had engine operating temperature uh, antifreeze on my skin before. And it's kind of like um, getting set on fire with something that you can't fucking rinse off with water. Because um, antifreeze has, you know has a lovely um, base to it that's very slick and does not wash off easily. So it makes for a fun time of, uh, of getting burnt by it, yes. I mean, Jesus. believe me when I tell you that. No, and I also, do. also the steam that comes out of the radiator, which is, you know, engine operating temperature, even if it's only a few hundred degrees is fucking <laughs> enormously uh, uncomfortable oh, on sure. bare yeah. human skin. S- superheated and, skin. And, yeah, and if you're unlucky enough to have on a layer of clothing that soaks it up and then holds it to your skin, even worse. Oof. Even worse. I have uh, I've been burned by all by all manner of things automotive over the years, from uh, hot brakes to engine exhaust uh, parts to I said engine exhaust like there's another kind of exhaust on a car <laughs> to uh, <laughs> to antifreeze related things oil and everything else and I gotta say that uh, antifreeze is probably is probably for me the worst is the worst one to get burned by yeah without okay. a doubt okay that sounds horrible uh, yeah that's, well, when you um, work in the trade, you know, it's it's going to happen. You're going to set yourself on fire at some point, probably, because it happens. Uh, you know, you know, when you're... <laughs> I was trained as a, a, a television repair, op, uh, an operator repair, uh, kind of, you know, doing, like, studio work and fixing cameras and fixing monitors and stuff. Mm-hmm. And some of that equipment has some pretty heavy voltage on it, like a, the, like an old cathode ray tube style monitor mm-hmm. could throw you across the room if you touched the wrong thing. So They've got capacitors in them and shit like that. And yeah. Well, capacitors yeah. will fuck you up. That whole, that whole cathode, cathode ray tube is a capacitor. Yeah. It holds on to a fuck ton a voltage, but the voltage isn't the problem, it's the current. And there's such potential current on that anode 
that yeah, it'll it'll stop your heart. It'll throw you across the room, and that was like I'm in a way I'm really glad I I didn't continue to work in that field after training. I ended up being a camera operator instead, but you know, just having met so many guys who had done electronics repair and they were like they all had stories about getting zapped mm -hmm. about you know or knowing someone who got their fucking finger blown off because he forgot to take his wedding ring off you know shit like uh. that yeah <laughs> oh yeah i uh I, I can say that uh my dad being an electrician and my brother being an electrician that uh, i'm familiar with uh with some of those stories too and even I mean, oh god! You talk Being about the not taking your wedding ring off and, yeah. <laughs> and fucking getting zapped and yeah, permanently uh, tattooing your finger. Well, being an electrician's even more intense. I mean, you, you're talking about they're constantly putting themselves at risk of high voltage and and high current. As you know, I mean, yeah. they're talking. You're talking about a 220 line or something like that, like. Like, if you're doing if you're doing hot work, yeah, because uh, yeah. I mean, I even in I'm not an electrician, but I did do maintenance uh, for a while, and uh, I recall a time I was working on one of the stack washer and dryers, mm -hmm. and there was all kinds of lint and stuff inside the control area. I don't know how it got in there. Uh, but I had reached in to clean it out, not thinking to unplug it first. There was a tiny bit of moisture in there and the lint. And I'm telling you, I went fucking blank. There was <laughs> the girl who was renting the apartment was standing right there. I got hit by this 220 and my fucking face just went bloop. It was like a reset button. And wow. I, I was like, what? what? What's what's up? She's like, oh, my God. I don't know what the hell just happened. Are you OK? She's like, your face just went totally blank and white. <laughs> and, you, and you just stood there for a second. And I was like, I had no idea what happened. I just know that I got zapped. God hit your reset button. <laughs> I was like, she's like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, I think so. <laughs> That was that was the that was the uh, the highest that I ever got hit by. Now I got hit by you know household current one ten stuff numerous times. It's not pleasant. It's never like something like oh I can't wait to go get zapped by something. And then <laughs> right. the I I told you the story of the electric fence, didn't I? When we first yes, you told me that. Put it in that I touched the goddamn contact. <laughs> And grounded my and I was gra I was the ground, and uh, yeah I got I got blasted by uh, what was it ten thousand uh, volts or some shit like that. <laughs> I don't I don't know if this is to blame for some of my problems today or not, but I remember getting electrocuted a lot of times as a kid because I would always plug stuff in and uh. I wouldn't have my finger. Like oh. in the right spot, and I would just touch that metal contact as the outlet made contact with the, with the leads, and bop, like that, and your heart would race. And I'm like thinking, like I'm really glad I don't do that today because I'd probably die. My heart would just explode. <laughs> when I was a kid, um, at one of our relatives' houses, they had this little um, like organ. It was like a little electric organ, like a child size one, but it plugged into the wall. And I remember as vividly as if it happened yesterday, I had spilled something on it and had my hand resting on the organ and went to plug it in and got fucking blasted by it. 
I could still to this day. I had to have been maybe like four or five years old, if that. And I can I can remember it as if it happened yesterday. Because I think it was the first time that I really got blasted by something, and it stuck in my head. It's like tattooed into my brain. Um, Good times. You just reminded me of this this story from I don't know if this was this happened at my home school or if this happened at Tech, but there was a those science tables, the ones that plug in. I think this was at my home school mm-hmm. because these these desks were, um, were were smaller and they all had those electrical outlets built into them. So they weren't the yeah. big, heavy ass wood, wood ones. They were smaller ones with metal uh, slats for legs. And uh, this guy started plugging them into each other. <laughs> <laughs> That seems like a terrible idea. <laughs> and then he, he created a chain that looped back into itself. And then he plugged it into the wall and the whole fucking thing went boom. <laughs> and I have heard that I have thought about that so much that I cannot honestly tell you whether I was there or I just remember it vividly as a story. I think I was there because I think I remember who did it, but I can see this guy doing that. <laughs> so it could be fabricated in my mind that I, I was there. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not 100 percent sure because memory is so fucked up. In that that is that is a whopper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What an I'm amazing. Talking about... <laughs> no, go ahead. I was going to say just what an amazing experiment in stupidity. You know, and so well rewarded with an explosion. <laughs> well, yeah. And then uh, probably some form of detention or um, suspension. Oh, certainly. So I believe suspension was in order for that one. <laughs> yeah. But speaking of school, I wonder if, because I know that this was a, a thing in our, in our school, our high school, whether every school had the story of a teacher or some student having sex with animals. Yeah. My homeroom teacher at Tech had a daughter, no, a son who had sex with a horse or a cow. The thing is, I don't think she actually did have a son. No, I don't think so either. She had a daughter. I know she had a daughter because I used to see them all the time. Yeah. Uh, because the grocery store that we worked at as teenagers. She used to come in there periodically. I remember seeing her, and I've I've actually not run into her. Uh, it's it's been a while. I mean, she was quite elderly and frail mm-hmm. when we were in high school, and we're talking about twenty five plus years ago. So there's a good chance that that she is no longer uh, walking the earth. But but, there is, but she, you know, the thing about that woman is that on the surface she seemed very frail you know mentally like Mm -hmm. emotionally but i realized one day after high school when she came into the bakery i worked at um uh uh the grocery store across the street from my old house Mm -hmm. i know where you're talking about not the other place that you were talking about but she she would come in and she'd bring her daughter 
and she was very kind and she was a lot she was still kind of out of it and, and stuff but I suddenly realized that she had so much on her plate and that she was such a hard fighter you know that mm-hmm. that you know she was doing her best I mean one time I spilled a drink in her class and she didn't notice and that was kind of weird but I mean there were stories that this woman had LSD slipped into her drink once and I mean all kinds of horrible shit happened to her yeah I well I, I can recall the people saying you know if you go up to her and go moo moo that she'll go she'll cry. screaming cry out of the room I don't recall ever seeing that happen but I do know I do know that she kicked me out of the room one time in study hall for farting and waving it around <laughs> 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 yeah, not only did I get punched by the kid next to me who uh, took offense to the fact that I was doing it, but I got kicked out of study hall as well and uh, had my infamous um, uh, hallway meeting with our principal who was an ex-NFL linebacker. And that's that's no joke. He really did play uh, pro football. Right. And uh, him just... Being like, what are you doing out here? And I was like, I got kicked out of the room. And he's like, for what? And I was like, because I farted and waved it around. And he's like, let's go. <laughs> takes me down to the guidance office. <laughs> the guidance <laughs> office, which did not offer me very much guidance at that point. Uh, I don't recall anything, but, you know, like, when are you going to stop doing this kind of stuff and getting yourself in trouble for stupid things like this? When are you going to grow up? I can. Re- I remember my shop teacher uh, asking me the same thing one time because I had a uh, run-in with the principal. And, and you can believe me or don't believe me. I don't think I've ever told this story before. But uh, my girlfriend at the time, you know who she is, that mm-hmm. when we were in high school, uh, was on co-op. And she had come in uh, for something. I don't remember what. I co-op, mean, by the way, was a, a method by which senior st- st- students could uh, go to work uh, during their shop weeks. Um, and get school credit for it. Yeah. So she, she had come in to fill out paperwork or suck a random stranger's dick. I don't fucking know <laughs> at this point. But uh, she had come down to Prob- see me. Probably both at the same time. <laughs> hope she doesn't ever listen to this. <laughs> I hope she does. Um, you know, uh, had come down to see me, and he, the principal, had happened to have come walking down the hallway and was like. What are you doing here? You're supposed to be on co-op. I don't know why he knew her schedule that well, but, uh, <laughs> you know, well, and she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I just stopped down here to tell him something. And I was standing out in the hallway and I was kind of like, oh, what, you know, what the fuck, man? This is bullshit to myself, not to him. And he's like, you know, you need to get back inside of your shop where you belong. And he's like standing there pointing at me and he's standing toe to toe with me because he was always very aggressive mm-hmm. when it came to uh, disciplining. Uh, this is the way the guy was. And he was huge. You know, I remember him being a huge individual. And I did, honest to God, I said to him, stop putting your finger in my face and your breath stinks. And just as I said that, my shop teacher opened the door, reached out and grabbed me by the scruff of my neck and yanked me into the shop. And then he had to walk out and get dressed down by the principal. And then he came back in and he was like, when are you going to learn that bucking the system is not going to work in your favor? 
this is not gonna help you. And I was like, I don't know, his breath did stink. <laughs> like that was the only re- that was the only thing that my that my witty, you know, teenage brain could think to say at that moment, not be embarrassed in the slightest. Which at this point in my life, I'm like, oh god, there's so many things I look back on and cringe because I know I did them, and that was that was one of them. That was one of those things. I'm lucky I didn't get yeah, you know my ass beat by the principal <laughs> in the hallway. To be quite frank, because mm-hmm. you uh. remember that uh, there our one gym teacher there took over as the uh, what was he? What did he call himself? Like the czar of discipline or some shit like that? Yeah, what was it? There was a term for it, and that wasn't quite it, but it was something like that. He was dean of students or something, wasn't he? Yeah, and like or dean of discipline or dean yeah. of students and discipline or something along those lines. Yeah, discipline. and that guy there. Oh, that guy had a hard on for discipline too. Oh God, uh, yes. He was he was another big dude that you didn't want to fuck with. I remember in our in lunch one day, uh, two guys got into a fight. And he slammed some kid against the ground, and blood hit the goddamn ceiling. Well, as a matter of fact, I was there that day, and I I was just, honest to God, we were on the same exact wavelength there. I was going to bring that up, because, yeah, it was uh, one one tough guy from uh, from my wing of the school... Uh, not my shop, but uh, an adjacent shop. Right. And one of the kids from cosmetology. <laughs> and the kid from, from, from my neck of the woods is the one that got... He basically jumped on him and crushed him into the fucking mar- marble flooring. Yeah. I remember that. Yep. I remember that as, it also because I was, I was only like like literally about 20 feet away when it happened. I so I always tell people and they don't believe me when we were in when we were in high school especially at, at at tech if there wasn't a blood trail leading to the nurse's office on at least uh, uh every other day kind of a basis mm-hmm. I don't I I I don't you know things were abnormal because somebody yeah. was always getting punched There was always a fight always a goddamn fight it was like, you oh, know, yeah. oh, it was so ordinary for someone to be missing from class. We'd be like, yeah, where's Sarah? Oh, yeah, she got in a fight. She's in suspension. There was, uh, I won't ever forget uh, my favorite memory of a fight. There was a girl that we went to school with, and I will call her, I will call her uh, Rose. Okay. Uh, that she got into it with another girl and it was the most badass thing I've ever seen. She was basically grabbing her hair and repeatedly ramming her knee into her face. It was Mm. fucking otherworldly. And it was awesome. It was kind of hot. Was this up near our... Because our homerooms... Was this right after homeroom? I... I, I want to say it was either right after homeroom or right after lunch, one of the two. I, I don't remember the time of day. I just remember being very close to where it happened and being like, oh, my God, that's awesome. Because if it's who I think it is, then that one girl was in the one uh, that you're calling Rose was in my shop because she was also in my homeroom. And yes, we all she went had that a, direction. Uh, she had a plant name also. She had a. No, then it's a different person. I'm pretty sure it was her. No, I'm thinking of a different person then. I may did, be wrong. 
because she did not have a, a plant name. I may be wrong, you know. After all these years, I may have put somebody else into the uh, into that just because I was like, "Dude, that was awesome." Or you're just like you're, or you're hmm? thinking of the other person in the fight because Could the be. person I'm thinking of was someone who was in my homeroom and who ended up in my shop after transferring from. I don't even know. I think cause. Cosmic Do you Cosmic. remember like fucking bomb threats? Also, literally, yeah, yeah. like. I, once a month, sometimes more. Yeah, yeah. I, I, dude, our school was fucking weird, especially during the uh, the the winter months when it was fucking cold as balls outside. Mm-hmm. And then you know, kids would go out to their cars and just leave, and kids would go out there and smoke and stuff. I I, I was telling my my daughter because she went to the same school that we did, right? And I happened to have been up there uh, numerous times because I was helping uh, with the costuming for the theater and stuff, and catching up. And I had gone to an alumni thing also the one time. But that's and the damnedest up- thing, man. You, there was no theater program when we went there. <laughs> No, there was nothing like that. There was well, there was literally nothing. But I was telling him, I'm like, you guys would not fucking believe the shit that happened here, you know, only you know, 20 years ago. I'm like, 20 years ago, this place was like uh, was like a scene out of fucking Total Recall <laughs> <laughs> or Judge Dredd. I mean, shit was going on in here that was just bad. Yeah. I'm like, you had people that were smoking weed all over the school. There was a smoking section outside of the cafeteria for students. <laughs> I'm like, imagine that for a second. You could stand outside the doors and smoke. Yep, because they knew they couldn't stop them. They would do it anyway in mass, so they might as well have a one location so they don't have to pick butts up over the entire lawn. And we had we had the uh, the bathroom monitors. Yep. There was a there was adults that would sit in the bathroom, and at a desk to make sure that people weren't going in there to light M80s and drop them down the toilet or smoke or anything like that. And the guy that worked in the bathroom downstairs, I'm sure he's probably no longer. God rest his soul. Uh, I will never forget that one kid came up behind me, grabbed me by my by my back of my jacket, pulled me back. I pissed all over myself, and he sat there and laughed. <laughs> he sat there and fucking laughed <laughs> instead of doing something about it. Oh, that was it was like the wild west. Yeah, it was. I we had a shop. We had one teacher that did the. Typing class is mandatory for every single student in the. In, oh, yes. And she was a Bible banging fundamentalist psychopath. And mm-hmm. she had, she had a, a youth group full of brainwashed young people who were just confused. I used to do youth groups sometimes just because it was a way to get out of doing other stuff. I know. But I that. never, I ne- yeah, I never bought into it, obviously. There were a lot of people who went for the social aspect, but there were some yeah. there who were like who were like, uh, I have my life has changed because of this and and all this and like I fell in a chair one day and that proved that God was real. You know, there's some stupid shit like this story this guy told about how he was a dick. And one time the teacher told him that God would smite him and then he leaned back too far in a chair and lo and behold, he fell back and hit himself in the back of the head. And at that moment, he realized that God was real. And I'm like, what a fucking tool. 
No, you realized that day that gravity was yeah, real. Yeah, yeah, exactly, you dumb twit. So, you know, but anyway, so this woman, to make stories more interesting, two good things, and I think we may have talked about one or, one or both of these things on previous podcasts, but it's good to bring up again every now and then. One mm-hmm. was that she, she had seen or had someone report to her, one of the ninth graders report to her, that um oh they're they're playing doom you know i'm just doing a todd from simpsons voice here they're playing <laughs> doom in the shop um and there are satanic symbols and um they the that's bad and so she had us like she like went and took my teacher to the principal on the uh on my on the grounds that he was a satanist Ah. And that and that his he was allowing satanic uh, symbology to be shown freely in his shop. And after that, he had to, like, say, like, no more doom, guys, you know. Um, And (laughs) I remember telling you about that back in high school and and you saying that'd be awesome if he was a Satanist, though, wouldn't it? Like you go down there and he's just in leather pants and no shirt. He's like, (laughs) yeah. He's got he's got on shoes that look like hooves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would have been well. I mean, especially knowing knowing your shop instructor, that would have been that would have been something. <laughs> knowing what I know about him now, yes, absolutely. Um, so, I uh, yeah, I would have been blown away. That would have been that would have been wild. Yeah, he seemed like a really cool guy at the time, but uh, yeah, I learned more about him as I got older and. Um, what was the what was the second thing? Mm. The second thing was that she was on Pantera's vulgar video. I know I'm so jealous of that. That she appeared on that, and she had I guess gone to the hotel that they were staying at that night because they had some little thing going on there too, and it coincided that Pantera was there. Like, well, we're gonna go and see him because they're clearly satanic metal. And all that did was make the whole Pantera is 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 meta- uh, satanic. All that did was power that up for them. <laughs> you know, it gave them more. It probably gave them more record sales, shit like that. But um, she goes into the room, and and uh, her daughter, who was in my homeroom class, uh, went into that room too. And I just had I, I you can find the video online and buy it, or you can actually find this clip for free if you just dig around for it a little bit. But she goes up to, um, she she looks into the camera, and I'm like, holy shit, that's her! And she's got this smug look on her face, and she's looking right into the camera, like I'm so proud to be here with my fellow Christian warriors. This girl, this girl was 16, so, you know, she was brainwashed, dude. It was it was terrible. Mm-hmm. But she has gone on to be a strong Christian leader herself, from what I was told last time I ran into the woman, her mother, um, our, sh- our, our, our typing teacher, I should say. But uh, the shop, the shop, the, the, the typing teacher and her compatriots then began to speak in, like, tongues and shit. It's really bizarre. They're like, they're like, and I bless on thee, and I say, and I say on thee, and I bless on thee, and I say, and I say some shit like that. It's like some kind of schizophrenic rant. 
It's it's like something that you would hear a a, a person with paranoid schizophrenia say, you know, as a mm. like it was very bizarre. And uh, and that's that's uh, that's that. So you know that was our high school, <laughs> when our fucking yep. when our fucking like our 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 typing teacher was a religious maniac. It's true. And it, no exaggeration involved in that either. It, it she was, uh, you know, hellfire and brimstone, mm-hmm. and that was just the way that it was. I think the thing that freaked my kid out the most when I told her about what the school was like, I was like, there was a payphone outside the office, and she's like, "What? A payphone? Like, what's that?" Nah, she didn't say that. I just wanted to be a funny guy because kids have no idea what it was like to be panicked because you needed to make a phone call. You weren't allowed to use the office phone, so they had a fucking pay phone outside the office. The day that all that shit went down where I was getting suspended because I supposedly had a hit put out on a kid from somebody named JV, I had to call my mother from the pay phone because they wouldn't let me use the office phone. Wow. Yep. I forgot about that. I never had did to I ever, use did it. Did I ever tell that story? No, I don't think that you did. Well, if I didn't tell that story, that'll be I'm going to that's a little cliffhanger for next week. All right, right next that down. week. Next week I will be sure to talk about about that because that is just a that is a fucking wild ride through fantasy land <laughs> for somebody. <laughs> So uh, a couple weeks ago, we did a Reddit collection of posts that we read back and forth. Uh, These were uh, about crazy people. And we have another batch of those tonight, if you'd be so kind, Mike, to start Uh, with yours. I absolutely adore doing these. I mean, I feel like we could make an entire hour out of just reading people's nonsense from Reddit, but (laughs) oxygen is the purest element of God. Okay, the unspoken truth is that we are in the anti-masking community. We in the anti-masking community believe that oxygen is the purest element of God. Ox is a symbol of redemption. Y is in the Y chromosome, or God the Father. Gen is in Genesis, or origin, beginning. Wearing a mask serves as a divide between God the Father and man. Thus, we end up breathing in increased CO2. Carbon being the mark of the beast. Six protons, six neutrons, six electrons is the mark of the beast. 666. Because of this decrease in O2 and increase in CO2, it will cause humans to behave more diabolical, i.e. increased fornication via sodomy and masturbation. I can tell you that wearing a mask has not made me masturbate more or have anal sex. No. I don't know. Studies have proven that wearing masks leads to increased homosexual behavior. (laughs) We believe that this is directly due to the lack of oxygen to the pineal gland. Anti-breathers are the Antichrist. And in conclusion, we as children of God cannot be associated with such deviance. Did anybody look up the pineal gland and see what it is? Pineal gland is... uh if I remember correctly, it regulates. I guess I don't remember correctly. Let's hmm. find out. I'm gonna look this up real quick. Yeah. Pineal 
gland. So small P-shaped, hold on, is a small P-shaped gland in the brain. Its function isn't fully understood. They do know that it <laughs> produces and regulates some hormones, including melatonin, which is a compound best known for the role it plays in regulating sleep patterns. Sleep patterns are also called circadian rhythms. The pineal gland also plays a role in the regulation of female hormone, hormone levels, and it may affect fertility and the menstrual cycle. That's due in part to the melatonin produced and excreted by the pineal gland. A 2016 study suggests that melatonin may also protect against cardiovascular issues such as atherosclerosis and hypertension. However, more research needs to be done into the potential functions of melatonin. Keep on reading hmm. to learn more about the functions of the pineal gland. So melatonin, cardiovascular hmm. health, mood stabilization, cancer. Um, yeah. Those, yeah, that doesn't feel like it quite fits in, but all right. Yeah, I don't think that what you read... I, I, I don't think that getting oxygen uh, to the brain... And, and the pineal gland in particular has anything to do with uh, increased <laughs> masturbation or sodomy. Homosexuality. It certainly isn't isn't the culprit behind, uh, 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 yes, yeah, so behind homosexuality. <laughs> because because That's... if that were the case, because if that were the case, there would be a sudden massive explosion in homosexuality, right? Because of the masks. I would think that anybody who was deprived of oxygen would automatically become very gay. That would be the like, thing. like, yeah. like that would be that would be a sign of of like hypoxia. They'd be like, "Did they turn gay?" <laughs> and they say, "No, no. Well, then they definitely were getting enough oxygen. Their their perfusion was good." Did you show because them a they... picture of John? <laughs> Did you show them a picture of John Cena? Yes. What was their reaction? Indifference. All right, all right. They're not. Yes, they've got enough oxygen. <laughs> oh god i love i love these people making up shit six protons six neutrons and six electrons means that that carbon is the mark of the beast well carbon makes up pretty much everything uh, everything <laughs> so i guess we're all we're the, all the uh, devil's playthings. yeah we yeah. are we are all maybe the material world is the devil's plane maybe we're all in hell maybe that's what they're trying to say well, you know, there's times that I could probably agree with that. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's do uh, let's do this one. Uh, this one is going to be a little hard to read. Why do atheists live on ignore to ignorant thinking of 2014, Jesus' birth on billions of years Earth? My research shows atheists are the biggest liars on Earth because they revolve Jesus' think from 2014 against. An atheist has twice the lies inside than a Christian. They are double brainwashed to be less recorded history. This earth revolves the sun and as an atheist revolves, revolves the Jesus. Why are atheists so physics illiterate? <laughs> wow. Yeah. That word salad. Um, it reminds yeah. me, it reminds me of a, a website that was around, uh, still around, uh, called Time Cube. Did we ever talk about Time Cube before? I don't I don't think we have. I think if we have time at the end of this episode we should talk about Time Cube. Let's hold off on it cuz we've got more question or more uh, more of these to read and Time Cube could take a while. <laughs> time Cube could be potentially a whole episode. 
I'm not even sure how to react to what you just read because I don't think that my brain <laughs> took a lot of it in because it just was gobbledygook. <laughs> it was garbage. Well, I'll, let's let's read it. I'll read it again, and you can break it down. Why do atheists live on ignore to ignorant thinking from 2014? Jesus's birth on billions of years Earth. <laughs> so now, was see, he born in 2014? I, I, I can't even wrap my head around this. Well, I that's what I. It seems to be what he's saying is that Jesus was born on the 20 on 2014. But was but has been uh, spent billions of years on the Earth. So I. <laughs> The tw- the twenty the, what, did the clock roll over like an odometer and like we're back to it again? I I don't know. I don't know. I it almost feels like this is intentionally ob- obscure. Like it's an it's like a <laughs> joke or something because nobody can argue with it if they can't understand it. Yeah, exactly. It's it's senseless. It's the most senseless <laughs> thing I've ever sat and tried to read. <laughs> My research shows atheists are the biggest liars on earth because they revolve Jesus. Think from 2014 against. (laughs) (laughs) These just, it sounds like a random word generator tried to write a story. Yeah, yeah, like some kind of screwed up AI wrote this. This was the product of uh, 14 monkeys, three computers, and about 26 hours with caffeine pills. (laughs) Some of it makes sense just by virtue of spell check. An atheist has twice the lies inside than a Christian. Mm. They are double brainwashed to be less than recorded history. What does that mean? (laughs) It all makes sense up until the double recorded history part. I mean, you want to say that uh, atheists, uh, you know, basically... Excuse me. Double the double the lies and are brainwashed. Tw- I don't know why they're brainwashed twice, but fair enough. Maybe they were brainwashed to be very religious the first time, and then to take them back, they brainwashed them again. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not I don't sure. Know. The Earth revolves the sun, and an atheist revolves Jesus. Why are atheists so physics illiterate? I guess my question to that is, why are you so literally illiterate? Yeah, and what's up with with revolving Jesus and and stuff yeah. like that? Well, that's is he, why is, he, is he on a turntable? Me, that's why it reminds me of of Time Cube. If we have time to get to that, Time Cube is so similarly worded, and and the phraseology is the, the, is similar. And it's so. I I bet this whoever wrote this has a manifesto. I, I think we should move on. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on here. My next one here, really cool news. Some kid at my daughter's school has COVID symptoms. So her mom took her to some holistic medicine place and pricked her finger, looked at her blood, and said she's negative, and the school was cool with that. Really cool news. I can tell you that my son's school, uh, the parents are allowed to write in a note... Uh, saying that their kid doesn't have to wear a mask, and that's perfectly fine. Mm. There's no medical follow-up. There's no questioning. Just, hey, uh, Junior doesn't want or doesn't have to wear a mask because I said so, 
And yeah. the school's like, okay. <clears throat> wow. I will tell you that my son does wear a mask because, as I have argued and stated a million times, if masks didn't work, would you be willing to get a dental procedure done with a dentist who wasn't wearing a mask? Would you be willing to get surgery done by a doctor that doesn't wear a mask? Right. Masks keep germs at Away. bay. That's why people wear them. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people are convinced that uh, the mask is like shackles. You know, it's a way of keeping yeah. you in control. And, yeah, and so I've and already really, heard the fucking, um, you know, false equivalency of slavery and wearing a mask and everything. Yeah. And to be quite honest, it makes me sick to my stomach to think that anybody could even try to equate the two things together because that's I mean that's literally like comparing uh, apples and um, Hitler's transmission seals transmit yeah okay I was gonna say comparing apples and Hitler's but fair enough that also doesn't make sense yeah I don't know why I had Hitler on the brain. I've been listening to a lot of uh, Norm MacDonald's sketches and stuff, and one of his jokes is that he's like, you know, I keep hearing about this Hitler guy, and the more I hear about him, the more I don't like him. Yep. Seems like kind of a jerk. <laughs> I've been I've been watching a lot of Norm MacDonald also. It's sad that uh, I wasn't doing this before he passed away. But Yeah, it's like appreciating an artist's paintings after they've died, you know, it's like... Yep. Poor guy never really got the proper uh, like uh, appreciation that I always just sort of took him for granted that he'd be around, and then mm -hmm. he disappeared and 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 like all and I'm finding like that he was like every comic's favorite comic, except for Chris Kattan who he had a little beef with I guess. Well, you know it is Chris Kattan. Mm. I have no. Who strong will always be remembered for a night at the Roxbury, and that's it. Didn't, well, wasn't he also Mango, the that weird chimp? Maybe I don't even know. He was on SNL. He did this weird character called Mango, and it was like a chimp or something, or like a monkey hmm. man. Yeah, I I have That's no strong feelings. Possible. I have very very few strong feelings about Chris Kattan on any level. <laughs> That's I what I'm saying. I, I don't know enough about him. <laughs> yeah, I never really took the time to form an opinion. And and you know, for a famous person who's you know, you're talking about someone who, like me, who is very in tune with the comedy world. To to have virtually no knowledge of Chris Kattan's body of work, that's <laughs> kind of offensive to Chris Kattan. It's like, well, fuck you think. too, you know? Like, you didn't even bother to listen to my shit. It's readily available on Spotify. You listen to everybody else's shit, you don't listen to mine. Why not? Sorry, I still dude, listen to Mitch Hedberg, and he's been dead for a long time, but I yeah. still don't know what Chris Kattan does. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's funny. Maybe I should look him up. I think that that's, that's going to be our homework for this week. Listen to, to some, listen to some Chris Kattan uh, stand-up or whatever exists. I don't even yeah. know what if he does stand-up. I'm going to check let's, Spotify right now. Let's see if he's right funny. Now. Yeah, I'm going to check Spotify right now. I just want to see if... Chris Catan. I think it starts with a K. Well, 
there is he appears on a couple podcasts, but he doesn't seem to have a podcast of his own or any stand. Hmm. Well, none that's on Spotify. YouTube might be able right, to. Right, right, right. Chris Catan. Stand up. Okay. Yeah, there's some stuff up there. There's uh right. Chris Catan back and back live and live stand up comedy 52321. Oh, current stuff too. Very yeah, nice. Yeah, very nice. We'll have to I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to bookmark this. And All right. uh, I will send you that link. All right. Well, then we'll get back onto our podcast. Here. That's right. Moving on from Chris Catan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is uh, posted by uh, a young woman in a wedding dress uh, on Facebook. And it was posted publicly so anyone can read it. At the risk of sounding entitled, I have to vent today. When we invited our friends and family to our destination wedding in Thailand, only nine people RSVP'd out of 150. <laughs> okay, I get it. Paying $3,000 to spare my special day is too much for some of you. I'd pay for yours, but whatever. But then when we changed the wedding to be in Hawaii so it's within everyone's reach, only seven of you RSVP'd? It costs less, but less of you want to come? Is that what you think of blanking me? You can't spare 2K to come out and share our happiness? I'm tempted to just elope and not let any of you be part of our happiest day. This is it, guys. You have three days to respond to our invites, or we're, we're deleting you off FBA, FB, and keep, good luck keeping up with our lives then. And don't get me started on the registry. The sh only the cheap stuff is gone. I swear I thought I had better friends. Blank and I are asking you to reconsider. Wow. Yeah. Wow, shots yeah, fired. Yeah, for real. That is one entitled, entitled bitch. Yes. At the risk <laughs> of sounding entitled, she says. <laughs> At then, the risk of it, no, you definitely did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was no, the risk was high because <laughs> you are entitled, you fucking maniac. Sheesh. I do know people that that uh, that got married out of the uh, country and invited, you know, if you were able to do it uh, and you yeah. had an inclination to do it, you know, that was one thing. But <laughs> did not demand. Right. Right. It did, did not, not demand. It. Yeah. Blackmail. Like, if you don't, I'll delete you from my life. Well, fine. Oh, I, well, guess. I guess, you know, that was worth uh, saving the three thousand dollars. <laughs> Let's be quite frank. Didn't have to buy a wedding gift. Didn't have to spend three thousand dollars to go wherever you were going. And I'm sure that although Hawaii was closer, it probably wasn't a whole lot cheaper. I just, you know, I I just don't believe that anyone would 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 expect their friends to drop that kind of money and then hate on them if they don't. I oh that some people are like that. I what mean, a, I you know what a cunt. I, I'm getting pissed off. Let's move on to yours. All right, all right. Yeah, I blocked you. But did you email me? Stand outside my house with roses? Attach a note to a pigeon? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's some entitlement as well. Jeez. I, yeah, I, I'm gonna play, I'm gonna just so play mind games with you to the point where you have to act like a stalker in order for me to be interested. 
Yeah, that's, uh, I, I unfortunately know people who would probably think like this also. Yeah, yeah, it's really I, scary. Uh, I've, I've known, some, I've known some, some people over the course of time that uh, were more concerned with, uh, with, with stuff like this than being a decent human being. So, yeah. Yep. That's, yeah. that's our uh, friends on um, Reddit for you. I just yep. stopped for a second because uh, my brain went blank and I'm like, what's Reddit? <laughs> I don't know this word. <laughs> okay, this is a conversation between two people. We need to keep we need to go back to throwing all heathens with these false scientific e- ideas in jail. Science is a scourge to facts. Science is literally the pursuit of facts. Science says the moon is made out of rock. You know any rocks that glow? Yes, but that's irrelevant in the fact that the moon does not glow in the strictest sense of the term, but rather it reflects light from the sun. Wrong again! (laughs) (laughs) To be so blissfully unaware of things that have been proven... (laughs) Time and time again, in fact, uh, proven before uh, modern science existed even... Is is fucking astounding. Science is a scourge to facts. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's um. It's really something. I heard that through my magic talkie box. That's right. The television Uh, told me. I don't even know how the stuff gets in there, but every time I turn it on, boom, there they is. (laughs) I would assume that they're all hillbillies. Well, that makes sense. Well, I have experience with hillbilly, so that's right where my mind automatically goes. That's that's just terrible. That's just terrible. All right. Don't get my G-Kids jabbed. I will never forgive you if you do it. I mean it. Eternally! I'm asking God to rescue those kids from what I perceive as your lifelong proclivity toward evil intentions, which you have shown with your flipping attitude towards the V and 5G, which you even had the audacity to joke about as you got in line for your shot. I'm assuming the V is the virus. I, I don't. I, I don't know. Yes, I guess so. Yes. You might call it karma. I call it God listening to your words. Harpezo will rescue them out of your house, and I want Harpezo? to tell you that. Harpazo. Harpazo? I want to tell you that Harpazo is translated into caught up or caught away. It's it's in the Bible all over the place, but I don't believe that it is actually a a being. It sounds more to me like an adjective. It's it's like the... I took it to mean like the rapture. Eh, Alright, well even still... I didn't like it. So anyways, okay, so so we'll say it's the rapture then. It'll rescue them out of your house. You can stay here on Earth and live with dem lies. You swallow... <laughs> dem lies? Is that Democrat lies or dem lies as in, you know... I think it's I like Democrat. I like big butts. I'm All thinking right. it's Democrat. Dem lies you swallowed and the spike proteins you willingly allowed into your blood system. Good luck with all that. Having studied scripture for 60 years, I believe God will rescue the innocent as he did with the innocent children whose parents lacked faith, resulting in Israel wandering for 40 years. You can wander. 
You chose that life. However, your innocent kids will be rescued. And if you love them, you will be glad for the fact that they will be harpazoed to heaven with me. Harpazoed to heaven with me. Yeah. Truth with love, daughter. This is not hate. Don't get my G-Kids jabbed. There is so much to unpack from this. Uh, I don't even know that I... That I'm that interested. If religion is your reason for not getting um, vaccinated and you think that it's okay to allow children to be vulnerable, um, I don't know. You're a fucking turd. Well, I'm out. You know, they're, they're actually saying that people who didn't get the vaccine are purebloods now. Have you heard that? I have not. Yeah, there callers. There are people out there who are calling them pure bloods, calling themselves wow. pure bloods. So they're they're gonna they're gonna turn it into a. I mean, what what is this fucking Harry Potter? Oh, you're a muggle, you know, or, or whatever the fuck it is. You're a mud blood. <laughs> yeah. You're a mud blood. Yeah. Because you didn't get the because sh- you got the shot. I had uh, I had somebody uh, that lives close to me uh, tell me that it was okay for them because they had COVID, so they can't get it again. They're immune to it now. And I was like, uh, "That's not how that works." Yeah, People I I, can I get I, it com- again. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't worth my time to get into an argument with somebody who listens to Ted Nugent. <laughs> if you believe Ted Nugent is a viable source of news, then uh, I'm sorry, we've already ended this conversation before it began. If his name doesn't come up in satire, then I don't want to hear anything. Or talking about hunting, because I do think he's, he's good at that. Well, sure, I'm sure he's a great hunter, but I I don't want to talk to him about politics, and I feel like no. that's a dude that you hang out with for three minutes, and 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 he's he's talking about politics. Oh, I guarantee you that it probably doesn't even take three minutes. You ask him about his next, uh, you know, any music endeavors he had or where he came up with the name for some of his songs, and you're probably somehow going to have it all tied into a nice tight little package about how uh liberals suck and you know shit like that so yeah yeah next next uh so this one is uh i'm just gonna read it my wife and i confronted our kids about their affair I posted a week ago about how I know my son and daughter are sleeping with each other, and today I would like to give an update to the situation. (laughs) I first had a long discussion with my wife about what to do. We both knew for a while and decided to let it continue, but we have not talked about it in months. After the discussion, we realized that we both find it kind of arousing that our kids are together, but we were both too embarrassed to admit it to each other. So that was pretty awkward. Then we decided that we should tell them that we know and that we would be 100% supportive of their relationship. The talk was not as hard as I expected. We laid out before we admitted that we knew that they were not in trouble and that they could continue as we were supportive of them. 
They looked so red it was as if we caught them in the act, but after they calmed down we had a long and serious talk. In the end, we learned that they are using every birth control method imaginable on their own. I cannot explain how proud I am of them for that. And they were <laughs> they haven't been with anyone except for each other. We agreed to let them move into the same room and that they could be open about their relationship at home. I'm the, dyna the dynamic of our family has changed a lot over the last few days, and I am secure. I'm curious to see how it will continue to evolve. Well, you know, based on what you said right there at the beginning, I'm going to say it's going to evolve into something even more sickening. Yeah, especially since you're getting aroused to exactly. the thought of your kids fucking. I mean, yeah. that's... Wow. Yeah. I, I, I can't I can't believe that's real. I'm sorry. Um, well, you know, I wouldn't either except that I knew somebody who I was this was a coworker of mine uh who I invited to a party. I invited all like a bunch of my coworkers to this party and she's the mm -hmm. only one that showed up and she showed up drunk. And then she proceeded to make an ass out of herself the whole huh. night long. Uh there was one guy, a friend of mine who Explained, she said, "What his national?" Asked him what his nationality was. He says, "Well, my dad is American. He was a soldier, and he met my mother. She was in Egypt, and 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 they had me." And she goes, "Oh, that's stupid." <laughs> Which I can't even fathom as a as a response. That's just so strange. Um, you know, it's not even offensive at this point. He just looked at her like she had three heads. She was trying all night long to figure out if the person, if there was a person at this party who was gay because she heard that someone there was gay, and she was hmm. she was just obsessed with that, and and in the process she was trying to fuck everybody there, and um, one of my was other one friends, of them a relative of hers? Uh, no, but I'm getting to the hmm. to the point. Okay, okay. Uh, I just I'm just also relating a little bit about this person. My one other friend uh, was was gonna drive somebody home and come back and he leans in real close to her like he's gonna kiss her and he says you know what your problem is she goes what he goes because you want to get fucked and nobody wants to fuck you and then he left <laughs> 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 but anyway later on in the evening as a lot of people had left and honestly a big part of it was her um she was one of the few people left, and she's on her cell phone with her son, and she's talking about how big of a dick he has and how hot that is and all this stuff. And I don't care how drunk you are. You don't talk about your own son that way. So I believe no. this. I believe this thread more than, than, than I would like to. I really, truly do. I mean, if my son had a big dick and I knew it, I would probably be like, yo, my son's got a big dick. But you big dick be, energy, but, but I wouldn't be, be aroused uh, by it. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm sure that if you overheard me saying that, he'd be mortified right now that I said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mm, Incest and stuff, I just, uh, I prefer to not even give that any of my uh, headspace because right. it just, oof. Yeah. If you well, share genes, you shouldn't be sharing your genes. Right. Well, no, you can share your genes. Oh, those genes. Yeah, I yeah, get you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you can if wear you want to let your sister wear your pants, yeah, absolutely, as long yeah, as you're not in them at the time. Yeah, yeah, you know. Exactly, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, let's move on to yours, man. 
Uh, this one here, I gotta say, might be the one that made me my blood boil just a little bit. <laughs> this is yet another lie made possible by birth control. My older sister was one of these child-free women who thought she could find happiness with a big corporate job that had her traveling all around the world, and her birth control was really the key to her entire misguided, mistaken life. When she asked me to start watering her plants and checking her mail, I noticed her birth control rings in the refrigerator and inspiration struck. It turns out they really do need to stay cool. She had a three-month supply of vaginal rings in her fridge, and I made sure they spent lots of time getting nice and toasty warm for hours inside my dryer over the next few days before she and her husband came home. No tumble setting, still inside the foil wrapper, hanging inside the door in a delicates bag if anyone wants to try this at home. It actually worked, and little Miss Child Free found out she was a mommy-to-be just in time for COVID. When her boss insisted she travel anyway, she got emotional and quit in a huff. That was really the turning point when she realized she had chosen her baby over her career. She and her husband sold their condo and moved out near us in the country. She's a stay-at-home mom now and just announced they're expecting their second. And this time, I didn't even have to help. I want to collapse this person's lungs. I, I, want, to collapse, I want to collapse their head. Yeah. I just want to beat them. <clears throat> if, if I found out that somebody did something like that and I was on the receiving end of it, I don't even, I don't even know if there's words for the anger that I would feel about somebody making a decision for me in regards to, uh, to that. And I guess that, you know, that kind of plays into the whole, um, current debate about people deciding on other people's health without their input. Right. Which, you know, maybe so where some of my ire comes in at, if this was a real, real thing, if it is real, which I don't know. I don't know what to say anymore. Like, I feel like, uh, I feel like it very well could be. Yeah. <laughs> Although it is posted in a subreddit called I Am A Total Piece Of Shit. So it could also be made up, and who knows? But I'm sure that, you know, there are people that poke holes in condoms and uh, people that well, are so desperate to have grandchildren that they do shit like that, so... Even if it was posted Maybe. and I am a total piece of shit, it could have been something that somebody copy-pasted in there. I'll tell you one thing. She better done a damn good job of watering the plants and checking the mail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For what else happened. Yeah. What a piece of shit. I almost <laughs> don't want to read this next one, but I'm going to go ahead and forge through because I've, I've committed myself to the bit. <clears throat> All right, let's do this. By the Books of Wisdom. What I want from a female for relationship. One, female addresses me as master, owner, hubby, or god. Two, family, female does not start drama, harass, or nag me. Three, female obeys all my commands. Four, female is loyal, never cheats. Five, female does not masturbate, as all her sexual lust must be saved for me. Six, female must remain a virgin before we meet and must stay with me forever. Seven, female must always ask for my permission for most things. Typical interaction between an owner and female should go as following. Master, what's for dinner today? Female, whatever you desire, master, I live to serve you. Master, go prepare the bed for sex. Female, yes, master, at once, I am so excited. Later, during the sex act, 
Female, oh god, yes, master. Fuck me, fuck me, fuck me. Come in me. Master, uh -oh. when I'm ready, calm down, pet. Mas female, yes, master. You are lord and king here, and I only exist to serve you. Master, who owns you? Female, you own my mind, my body, and my soul, master. My heart completely belongs to you. Master, of course it does. Good pet. Later, while cuddling and about to fall asleep. Female, thank you for being a good master to me. I know I am just a worthless being of darkness, but you're sh you shine in your light on me anyway. <laughs> I am so lucky to have you as my owner. Master, it's okay. I enjoy it. <laughs> wow. That. That. That sounded like an incel's wet dream. It was an incel's wet dream. The fact that they use f female exactly... What? 30 times in that Woo. diatribe? Uh, as many times as Master, I think. Yeah, just about. That, uh... That was... That was something. Yeah. I don't even... Uh, I... <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, it's no wonder you're never going to get laid or find anybody. Yeah, your expectations you think that, are that high. I mean, Jesus Christ. If, if you think that that's how things work, that uh, that your significant other is going to call you master and uh, be that subservient. <laughs> I mean, although in the heat of passion, I will tell you that it is very possible that even in a, you know, average relationship, you might hear fuck me, fuck me, come in me. Um, I don't think that it's going to happen quite the way that, that uh, they laid it out there. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. 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 I don't think anybody's going to want to be linked permanently to them via a child. Uh. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm just picturing the guy that wrote that. Just picturing him physically and also just his pent-up rage. And, and dissatisfaction for life and self-moving. Hmm. It just must be monumental. It, I mean, to put something like that down and then post it, uh, even even if it was uh, not a real thing, is uh, it's pretty ballsy. Yeah, yeah, for real. I was on... Uh, Grubhub, or no, DoorDash today, and I was ordering McDonald's, and I found that you could buy 40 nuggets. It's a, it's a new feature. <laughs> Haven't you learned your lesson yet? No, I learned my lesson just fine. I'm saying that you can buy it now. They made it an option. It's a, one of the popular options, actually. Like, like, 20 used to be the fat guy's thing, you know? Like, the fat guy mm -hmm. gets 20 nuggets. It's just a foregone conclusion. But you've well, literally now, eaten a chicken and a half. Right. Now, now, <laughs> now the fat guy option is the 40 nuggets, and they expect you to order it. It's, it's you know what I mean? Like, it used to be like, oh, let me get two 20-piece nuggets. Oh, really? And I bet okay. you they still only give you two barbecue sauces, even though you have 40 nuggets. <laughs> I'm just waiting for him to be like bucket of chicken nuggets, you know, like a hundred nuggets. <laughs> I just, I just imagined you as a in your younger days <laughs> trying to choke down a hundred nuggets. <laughs> in my younger days, shit, dude, I might do that now. 
Oh my goodness! I've, I've think, seen the I way you attack I'd... a box of banquet fried chicken, so I know. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's been a while I'm... though. I I still have that stamina. I mean, don't get me wrong, but as much as I would love to talk about your love for for chicken and um, the the fried bits and eating them and setting uh, records with that 40 is that, that's just outlandish <laughs> uh, how many did you eat that day it was 40 it was 40 all right yeah. so we'll be right up your alley uh, I just looked and and that's gonna have to be a continued story for another time because we are out of time way out of time Thanks for listening to Storytime with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. Giving it to you like the satisfaction that you'll get and self-loathing from eating 40 chicken nuggets. 40. And not having enough sauce. Because it never happens. Have a question for us? You want us to talk about something on the show? Would you, dear listener, like to ask us a question? Send us an email at storytimewithtomandmike at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And if you want to learn more about the show... And get extras like links to the videos, sites, and other media... Visit dembeans.biz. That's a dot biz because we mean business. Hell yeah.